Hey, 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 welcome to a new episode of the Not Your Market Podcast. This is episode five of the second season. This is the first one of two holiday edition episodes. Today, I'm going to be talking about a lot of news, uh, marketing business and tech. And the next episode, I'm going to be talking about uh, some of the latest holiday campaigns that I found interesting uh, this year. So without any further ado, let's kick in this in. Hey, 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 welcome and thank you for joining me on this episode of the Not Your Market Podcast. This episode is being recorded live on LinkedIn Live uh, on December 20th, 2021. This is episode five of the second season. Um, so thank you so much for joining me. This is going to be the first, as I said, episode, the first of, of two episodes that are going to be focused on holidays. And without any further ado, let's jump into the headline. So uh, the first one that I wanted to talk about uh, is related with Peloton and the latest um, episode of this uh, Sex and the City TV show reboot that landed last week on HBO Max. Uh, this uh, first episode showed Mr. Big, which is a character played by actor, actor uh, Chris North, and um, he died while riding one of the bikes. Um, and one of the things that Pelton did was that they decided to launch a at a commercial that used um, Ryan Reynolds to uh, say that he was alive. Okay, and that was actually the message: he's alive. And then on December sixteenth, they decided to pull that off because uh, there has been some um, accusations to or relating uh, Chris North with uh, sexual harassment uh, issues, which obviously uh, would not be anything, I mean, something that any brand would like them to be related with. So I don't know if this is something that they did intentionally or if this was genuinely um, some, something that, they, I mean, it took them by surprise. One of the things that is important, though, is that um, the impact of the social talk that a lot of customers and a lot of people were have, was having and um, on social media uh, was real. And I don't know if it helped them to to I mean to fix the the damage or to try to stop a little bit this snowball of people talking about this brand and the side effects of using these kind of uh, uh, products. You know that uh, back in last year there was a uh, a lot of uh, well polemic. Um, surrounding Peloton because some people has been I mean died while using one of the threat meals and um, there has been a lot of controversy uh, related with these products and this is just something that makes it uh, even more uh, obvious that uh, having or working with uh, wellness and fitness industry is usually something that is very difficult and you have to be very careful 
with uh, the health of your customers, okay? So I don't know if this was a, a PR stunt uh, to begin with, but the fact is that uh, it didn't work out at, uh, at all at the end. I'm not saying that this is going to be incredibly hurtful for the brand. Probably this is just going to be one, another thing that they are going to be able to uh, move on from. But, um, I mean, there's a lot of noise. Sometimes, sometimes it is better for you to avoid this kind of, uh, of noise, especially when you are uh, doing or recovering from, uh, from some PR backlash in the past. So the next uh, news comes from, uh, I have it from Marketing Dive, and I also found an article from Marketing Brew that uh, explains really, really good this, and it has to do with Bombay Sapphire, the um, jean brand. Uh, they decided to create some uh, interactive uh, window shops um, on New, in New York City, spe specifically at uh, Soho, the neighborhood. Uh, one of the things that they decided to uh, do was to make sure that they created something that was uh, related with street marketing, but that makes them or that would allow them to connect with their uh, their customers. So if you think about this, it is in, it is interesting because one of the most difficult things when you work street marketing um, actions usually has to do with how do you measure the performance of uh, that marketing collateral. Usually, uh, I mean, in the past, there was just so much that you could assume in terms of uh, the actual impact that uh, those collaterals would have. Nowadays, uh, and th this example from uh, from Bombay Sapphire, um, it is great for that. We can, we can use a lot of technology to overcome that barrier of the offline and online uh, world. So uh, in the Marketing Brew article, one of the things that they uh, highlight, which is interesting, has to do with um, how they're using QR codes and how they're using also partnerships to increase the share of voice that the brand has. One of the things that you could do if you were uh, just stumbling around and you uh, cross uh, in front of one of these um, uh, window, window, uh, storefronts windows uh, would be that you could um, get a code so that you get a free drink at a nearby bar, which is one of the partners from uh, from the brand. So this makes it interesting because uh, allows the brand to connect uh, even further with the customer, but also with the partners that are going, that are going to be allowing them to, um, um, well, to leverage on that relationship with the customers. It is interesting, though, it is, this is not the first time that we are seeing this happening. And one of, the, one of the things that usually makes this kind of actions uh, difficult to sustain in time has to do with how convenient can you be uh, in time for the customers to be willing and eager to share their information with you. So one of the things that you could try to do is to have a mobile app, obviously, and to have them sign up on your app so that every time that you want to interact with them, you actually have them 
uh, logged in and you can track that information. And, and obviously this has to do with first party data, which is going to be the thing that you will have to focus in the future. However, um, how much or how many times would you, in the case of, of a brand like Bombay Sapphire, uh, would be uh, connecting with a user or with a customer in that uh, at that level so that the connection makes sense and that they can keep giving more information to you so that you can enrich their customer profile in just because what you would like to do is to have um, to be more convenient to them, obviously, right? Um, however, a great uh, a great way to break the mold, to break through the noise, especially in uh, crowded places like uh, like New York City. So uh, this is just another way of doing so, especially in, during these times that uh, we are just living in this mixture of uh, we're getting out of the of the pandemic, and we are still yet being, uh, or we're still in the in the in the well reconfiguration of how we're going to do things. Uh, but very interesting though. So the next four news has to do with Meta and uh, with uh, different things. I mean, from uh, the Metaverse to uh, the, well, things like the, the traditional uh, business model that Meta already has. So let's begin with Metaverse uh, news. I'm just going to share with you this article from the next web that uh, sex or explains that Intel was uh, expressing how uh, the metaverse will require 1,000 times uh, a boost of computer power or computing power uh, to be sustainable or to be in run. So one of the things that um, now we are going to see a lot of people talking about uh, regarding the metaverse and this whole idea of transcending into um, a digital environment without having to uh, compromise uh, the way we interact with each other has to do with the sustainability in terms of environment as well, right? I mean, if you if you need a lot of computing power, you would need to make sure that you have a, a sustainable way and a highly efficient way to um, produce that power, right? With that being said, uh, there are some other group of people that are pulling, um, the, I mean, the, the rope towards the, the blockchain, uh, I mean, towards blockchain and the use and the implementation of blockchain as a solution for uh, things like the metaverse, which could be something interesting or not. It would all depends on, uh, on the way that we can implement that. Another news that has to do with um, uh, the metaverse has to do with how some investors are buying uh, some metaverse gift uh, this holiday season as uh, NFTs, and this is the connection that we uh, a part of the connection with the uh, with the blockchain that I was mentioning before. So a few of the things that are on the wish list of some of them, uh, cryptos, uh, NFTs, and uh, in, in an Ethereum name service domain like .eth, uh, which is um, the equivalent of .com in the in the blockchain, uh, the Ethereum blockchain. Um, so one, one thing to keep in mind, though, is that there is a lot of movement. But when I say a lot, there's, there's people that is actually decorating 
their uh, real state in the metaverse uh, with uh, things that they they purchase on on blockchain, NFTs, and so forth. And there's people that are still not yet into what the metaverse is. So um, one 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 thing that we it it, it would it becomes obvious to me is that the metaverse is uh, at, at least as today is not an inclusive way or implementation of technology and that could uh, well represent some kind of uh, warning or um, uh, yeah it would be a warm sign in my case uh, towards the use of this technology and, and how it could be widespread right because it could it, it would probably convert into something or transform into something that is so exclusive that only uh, the 1% of the public population is going to be able to get access to it or to actually do something meaningful uh, in there. Uh, when I say you're 1%, it could be 20%, I don't know, okay? But if you compare that with just the access to the internet, uh, well, we're talking about different different things, totally different things. So the next thing that has to do with uh, Meta, which is the less uh, dramatic <laughs> news, uh, comes also from Marketing Week. Um, it says that Meta promises uh, an ad ecosystem that is going to use less private data, uh, which is something uh, that is interesting, especially because the privacy community, it's pulling towards a future where advertisers are not going to be so reliant or not, they're not going to need to be so reliant on to uh, using and leveraging a lot of private information to target people, which essentially has been the way Facebook, Google's, uh, but especially Facebook's or Meta's uh, business model has been uh, built upon, and um, it is very interesting. I, I, I would, I, you know, that you will have the links to the articles in the in the um, in the show notes. Uh, I would totally recommend to take a look at this article. Um, I'm going to share another article. I would, I believe that is from the next web that explains also how. Um, uh, of an opportunity it is for actual uh, modern marketers. Uh, the fact that we are not going to be reliable, reliable on reliant on cookies and third-party cookies that would be uh, towards building a great marketing uh, strategy, especially when we have to be more creative every time. So, and the na- the the final. Uh, uh, news about uh, Meta this week, which was uh, packed with a lot of news, uh, has to do with the fact that Meta's portal is going to support live American Sign Language. And I think that this is really, really great. Uh, we're seeing more and more different approaches and into actu- what actually can we use these, and this news is from Mashable, for, uh, Mashable, okay, by the way. So uh, we are actually seeing useful cases of this kind of technology and this kind of gadgets uh, put into, into work. Um, if you think uh, about accessibility uh, issues and accessibility uh, topics, 
you take, for instance, the uh, Meta's portal or you take the uh, Amazon's Astro, for instance, those could be really powerful gadgets and tools for people that have some sort of physical limitations uh, in real world. And I would leave that whoever manages to become the leading brand in terms of usability of uh, actual, actually understanding what the problem that the customer has, that the user has, and how it, it, it should be managed and solved, I believe those are going to be the one crowning themselves as one of the leading future uh, tags. So, well, this is uh, really, really interesting because it's just happened. I mean, this is a lighter side of the, of the things that Meta is doing. You know that especially in the past few years, uh, everything surrounding Meta has been kind of dark. And uh, I mean, and sometimes or many times or most of the times uh, with uh, justifiable costs. Uh, but it's interesting to see uh, and it's great news to see them also pushing towards accessibility. So there is a new that I was uh, reading about uh, on Morning Brew uh, that caught my eye and has to do with a joint venture between Oreo and Barefoot Wines. Um, they just created this, um, I mean, joint venture of uh, a wine and uh, cookie. Uh, the cookie uh, brand. So one of the things that I believe makes this so bizarre, I mean, not, not only me, I mean, a lot of people are calling this, as you can see in this article, uh, this joint venture bizarre has to do with how different probably uh, the, um, the generic target audience would be. But if you pay close attention into uh, things that some other brands has been have, have done in the past and how they have managed to combine different environments and different ecosystems into um, the same roof uh, extremely, and being extremely so successful in that, well, then you would say, okay, this probably is not so different, right? And it could probably uh, make sense. However, in uh, one of the things that um, uh, it is, it, well, it is interesting is that usually you would not mix wine and sweets or alcohol and sweets, uh, in for that matter. And this is something that they they would just do. So if you also pay attention to what Barefoot as a wine brand is. Um, it's, I mean, it's a kind of different brand also. It's not your traditional kind of old style uh, wine cellar or wine uh, winery. Um, that could, I mean, allow them to play around a little bit more. All right, and uh, one of the last news uh, that I wanted to share with you, and this is not surprising, at least to me, uh, is just the fact that gift cards are being more popular than ever this year. Uh, obviously, and well, and this article from Morning Brew also says that uh, that is okay to uh, buy retailers, obviously, uh, because once you have used or you have given uh, a gift card as a present, 
you are basically guaranteeing that that person, the receiver, uh, the receiver of the of the of that gift, is going to have to use that in uh, that credit in in the store, right? So uh, a lot of things are happening here. Okay, so one of the things that uh, in some cases happens is that uh, if you purchase a gift card, some companies and some brands are adding more credit. Uh, like a percentage of extra money to the to the credit just because of the convenience. Also, another thing that is happening is that there is a lot of people that are, is still not comfortable about going on uh, public places and to deal with the fact that, um, well, there is going to be a lot of people uh, rushing to get the presents in time for, for the holidays. And in addition to that, if you are trying to look for that perfect gift and because of the supply chain issues, you don't get or you don't manage to get that specific uh, gift or present, uh, this is a great way to fix that and to make sure that you have uh, that person uh, cover with uh, what they would like to have whatsoever. All right, and to just to wrap uh, this episode up, uh, that was um, really, I think it was longer than what I'm trying to do usually. Now, uh, I'm I will, I will I wanted to talk about you uh, to you with about this Adweek article that uh, explains how Pantone uh, landed on the very peri, which is the two. 2022 uh, Pantone color or color of the year. Um, one of the things that it is interesting, I would totally recommend uh, you to take a read on that. Uh, it would be a, a weekend read, I would say. Um, one of the things that in the article is explained is how this color and the tones of these colors allowed us to understand and to feel at ease with how everything is changing especially due to COVID, okay? So everything is uncertain. Some things are more uncertain than others. And uh, according to, uh, you know, the Pantone is one of, I mean, are the colors experts. And these colors help us to focus on not the things that is changing, but how to actually take action and to move forward through through, uh, everything that uh, we have been going on. Just, I mean, to make sure that we can uh, get together through the pandemic issue, which apparently we are still far to uh, from getting from getting off, um, because I mean there's a lot of countries that are imposing new restrictions here in Europe. We have uh, the Netherlands imposing some lockdowns and, and and quarantines, and things are I mean they seem they apparently are not so 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 good now right so let's just hope for for the best and just take a read of that of that article at week okay so it's an article by uh robert clara uh had recommended so um well that was uh all for this episode uh the first holiday episode of the 2021 um as i said I, i'm going to launch another one probably i'm going to try it uh, uh try to do it before christmas uh doing just a summary of the different campaigns that i found interesting uh for this year holiday 
um, holiday camp advertisement campaigns and with some comments on how they how are they doing and next week I'm going to also launch a an episode a wrap wrap up episode of 2021 I'm going to work on what we can expect from marketing uh, or about marketing for 2022 but also I'm going to check how accurate was I when I did the same last year speaking to uh, speaking about 2021 which is going to be interesting uh, so stay tuned and uh, those are going to be that, that would be the the last episode of the year or probably the first one of the of the 2022 so once again thank you so much for being here with me um if you enjoy the show uh nothing would make me happier than if you subscribe on anywhere you watch the show or listen to the show uh please recommend it if you would like to hear more from me also post some reviews about the show on your favorite podcast uh, aggregator uh follow me on any social media if you want please be safe uh enjoy the holidays and see you next time netlumpy out